Hi, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Robbins. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and medium. And here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. A quick uh, PSA before we get started with today's episode. I am digging a little bit deeper into what my listeners like and need right now. So if you are interested in participating in about an hour conversation with me, please email me at Dr. Amy Robbins, D-R-A-M-Y-R-O-B-B-I-N-S at gmail.com. And if I get more than 10 people, I'll just enter everybody's name in a little raffle. Uh, If I get less than 10 people, I'll keep asking. But if you're interested, it will be an hour conversation with me. I have a bunch of questions to ask about just what you're looking for right now about the podcast and things like that. I want to make sure to continue to be meeting everybody's needs. So today on this episode, I have a ghost story that dovetails with the past life regression that I, that we talked about on Thursday. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to Steve Burgess's experiences doing thousands and thousands of past life regressions, go ahead and listen to that, or you can just listen to today's ghost story. Today's story was shared with me by Christine. Christine is a regular listener to the podcast, and here is her story. My father left our family when I was two years old. He was never in my life after the divorce was final. I have five photos of him, but no memory. I never thought about him or wanted to find him. I finally asked my mom why their marriage ended when I was in my early 20s. I'm 58 now. And she told me about his affair. That sealed the deal. I had contempt for this man and repressed anger I held on to for many years. In 2015, I attended Dr. Brian Weiss's past life regression workshop. During the first meditation session, my father John came through to me and told me he loved me. I don't use the words I love you often or at all and hadn't thought of my father in years but I knew it was him the image he showed me was of a man with gray hair and a beard closely cropped he was in my life when he was 25 not the image he chose to use to connect with me but I somehow knew it was him months go by and I wonder what I'm supposed to do with this message I googled his name, but no search results brought me any information that would identify or help me find my father. A friend suggested I try Ancestry.com. I signed up for the two-week free trial with no real luck. The day before the free trial ended, I was on the phone with my mom, who knew nothing about my search for John. We were talking about a health issue I'd been dealing with most of my adult life and she said she wondered if I inherited it from John, from my grandmother, Eva, John's mother. If you had asked me John's mother's first name, I couldn't have told you. Something or someone told her to say Eva's name because I remember seeing an Eva with my father's last name on Ancestry. The next morning, I did a little more research and find Eva and the 1940 household census 
with my father's name and age two. So I now had his birth year. I then Googled Eva's name along with John's and 1938 and bingo. I found a 2008 funeral announcement. He had died. I was really okay with it. I was relieved I didn't have to face him. Not sure if I would have. In the announcement, there were the names of my half-siblings, so naturally, I looked them up on Facebook. And one of my sister's pages was a photo of John. He looked exactly like the image I had seen in my past life meditation. I cried for two full days. Not sure why. I wasn't sad he was dead. I wasn't sad he hadn't been the father he should have been. I'm guessing it was an unconscious purging, mourning the daddy that left me, even though I had no conscious memory of him. He had been my daddy. This realization came to me in another meditation. I eventually told my mom. She's amazing and supportive and hope I would be healed by it all. So now I have these half-siblings that I could easily reach out to on Facebook, but didn't know if they knew who I was. And I was searching through their Facebook posts, and I saw an aunt that I knew would remember me. I had pictures of this aunt and her red-headed daughter. Eventually, I reached out to the daughter Barbara in a private message. I shared a photo of me with my father and some other identifying information to say that I wanted to connect with the family but thought it best to reach out to my aunt first. Within 15 minutes, my cousin responded. She said she knew of me and that my sister was looking for me. I talked to my aunt that night and got the scoop on my family and my sister, Sasha, called me the next day. Long story short, I connected and met with my half-siblings. They all knew about me. My father had told them he had a daughter. I believe John coming to me healed both me and my sister, Sasha, in particular. Last year, I went to a medium, and John was the first person to come through. Lots of cool connections, information came through during the session. He said he was looking out for me, putting people in my life, and asked if he could be the father he wasn't able to be when he was alive. He also talked about being two different men, before and after. You see, he had a daughter with the woman he left my mother for, but he also left that relationship and child. My half-sister Donna searched and found him when she was 30. She's two years younger than me. Through the medium, he talked about being a different man, father, after leaving both women and children. He then got another woman pregnant and married her. They had four children. Sasha, the oldest, was haunted by the fact that she had a sister, me. Last year, Donna and I went to visit Sasha, who lives in Nashville. While the three of us were together, we had a few John visitations. When Sasha came to visit me in 2016, she gave me a coffee mug with poppy flowers on them. She called John Poppy. 
When the three of us were sightseeing during our visit in Nashville, we came upon an art gallery. A huge painting was set up outside the door. It was a field of poppies. A huge wind gust came out of nowhere for about a minute. Other items outside the store were blown over. We believed it was John and that he was happy his three girls were together. So I hope you guys enjoyed this ghost story today. I think it just shows and evidences that sometimes even in different types of healing sessions, past life regressions, meditations, our loved ones can come to us. They can give us guidance. They can give us answers. And this is really what is at the heart of intuition. So we start kind of following those breadcrumbs along the way and see where they take us.